1: Hey, friend Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And, of course, available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. And the notify bell always also check us out on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. I bring that up because, coincidentally, that's where we get our video questions for today. Yeah. That's right at the twenty dollar a month mark on Patreon. Uh, you too can submit your question right here to Matt Chat mm-hmm. and have it featured. And we will talk about what you've talked about, pretty much, in your video question. We will question. what you have asked. And we're going to kick things off with the Smash Bro himself, uh, Happy Dwarf Rich. Rich, <laughs> let's see what he has to say. Frendos, Rich Smash Bro here, and first of all, let me thank you for naming me the Happy Dwarf if you were to wake up and seven Frendos rear dwarves or whatever the hell that was the other day. Anyway, quick question since it was missed on Overrun while talking about streaming services and all that shit, but um, be real. Now that Punk has made an appearance, I asked this question a couple months ago. Is there a possibility for him to be wrestle ready by either the rumble or mania since they really don't have anything set in stone in terms of planning, or are they going to ride this punk thing out to see how much attention it gets and maybe start him a storyline after mania. And if you think he's rumble ready, could he be the rumble winner? Either way, let me know. Thank you, rich. <sighs> Thank you, rich. This coffee is delicious. Larson,
2: I already had my coffee and,
1: What's I say? Anyways, uh, what's Rich talking about? Oh, yeah, CM Punk. That's right.
2: Is he ready to wrestle the champ?
1: Is he going to be rest- ready for uh, Royal Rumble? Is he going to suit up for WrestleMania?
2: Are you asking me are you prefacing, prefacing your answer?
1: I'll go first, I guess. I guess anything is possible. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that, you know, we thought that he was completely and totally done with wrestling. Still not kind of feel that way. Uh, but uh, no, I think that he's literally laid out how much he wants, the money he's looking to get, and uh, I think Fox is probably going to WWE after looking at the ratings he's going to bring in for backstage, and they're going to say, Hey, we want that extra 10,000 people to come uh, to f- SmackDown on Fox. Uh, no, I think that, I think, let's see, if if he's going to come back to wrestling, uh, Rumble Mania is too soon. However, if the next six months or so uh, go pretty well in terms of, uh, you know, how his his presence on backstage is, if Vince is into it, if all the stars align and they're like, hey, we could use another ratings boost guy. Uh, Why don't you come in? We'll give you what you want. Schedule, money, all that stuff. Creative control, whatever. We'll give all that stuff to you. I could see it being like a Raw or SmackDown after Mania type situation uh, at earliest. I think that the Rumble Mania—that's just that's that's too soon. Now, you would think that they would have their plans already set, but
2: whoa, hold on, maybe not. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Maybe soon. not.
1: So I would think that uh, you know at the earliest it would be uh,
2: Raw and SmackDown after Mania, assuming he is going to wrestle again, which I think don't think is a given. I'm still leaning towards. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. His, uh, his 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 uh, monetary uh, number. He noted. I feel like that's pricing himself out of an offer mm-hmm, sure. to an extent. Because if he's talking twenty twenty five million a year, I know the WB's coffers are deep. You never said a year. I know. Never said a year. That's the implication, I guess. Uh, if if that's the idea, uh, that that might be too much for WB in terms of the value they perceive they would receive from adding him to the roster. Not that he won't boost ratings, he will. But is he enough to be a complete game changer? I don't know. Long term, I don't know. You know what's funny? I'm still not convinced he's coming back. They what? don't do
1: anything long term.
2: No, nothing at all. They <laughs> don't do anything. Nothing. So it's like when you
1: say can somebody can somebody be a long term game changer, what you're essentially saying is can the mere presence of one person over every single week for the next 3 to 5 years or whatever. Like no there's nobody. Nobody. There's nobody. nobody. I don't think on this planet. Like I mean would the would the rocks presence every single week, which would probably preclude him from continuing on his momentum in the movie world? Yeah.
2: Uh he's would, the one name I think that may maybe would have a chance. But it would he would move it from what? Two, two million. Two million to, to two and a half million? Uh in good weeks, maybe three if the story's decent. That's a big if. I know it's a huge if. Anyway, there are several things I think that would be that preclude Punk from being ready for a Rumble, much less Mania.
1: Well, yeah. Let's say let's say the premise of your argument uh, does include. Let, let's say that he is coming back to wrestle. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the premise.
2: Um, what was he fighting at USC? One seventy five, one seventy eight, one eighty. That was like one eighty. Roughly twenty five to thirty pounds less he was at WWE. Uh, uh, he's in good shape. He's probably in in good. He's in good shape to fight MMA. <laughs> I think he's in good shape to like train MMA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not in. It's going to be weird if he comes out at 175 pounds. Uh, in his like his 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 tights are going to not fit right. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're going to sag. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have soggy bottom. Yeah. In his tights. Uh, it's not enough time for him to beef up. Is what I'm getting at. Not to say he has to get back to 210 or 215, whatever he's probably billed at. But he's got to be pushing two hundred, otherwise he's, it's going to look like he's 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 been sitting around not doing anything. So I don't know
1: what he looks out what he looks like right now without a shirt on. However, I would speculate, I would speculate that if he got that seed in his head of you know he logs in he logs in using FaceApp App to to get to his Chase account right instead of a password uh-huh. he logs in he's like Ugh. Uh, another payment to a lawyer went through. Uh, I need some money. <laughs> I then, know. Whenever that seed was planted in his head of probably gonna to do some wrestling, I would imagine at that point he would start getting into wrestling physical shape. Yeah, last, I don't know when that seed granted he was wearing a
2: jacket last last night on backstage. He still looked to be around his UFC fighting weight based on his. Face, uh, he his was, arms. He was really sunken in back then. Yeah, I know, but he's been, like, his arms look pretty thin. Look, yeah. His like, yeah. sleeves pull up a little bit. Yeah, I don't he's, know. He still looked like he was probably, I would speculate, 180, mm-hmm. 185, mm-hmm. which is still 20 pounds or so removed from probably what yeah. he was uh, at in Have some donuts, man. Well, I mean, he's just not what you want. You want CM Haas? No, you want him to. I'm not saying yeah I would like that too (laughs) Um, I'm not saying he has to look physically The exact same he did but I think to do Some of the stuff he probably wanted to do He'd probably have to beef up a little bit Mm -hmm. um, If he wants to wrestle A similar style as he did Yeah, Um, Not that a whole lot of what he did was predicated On being a power wrestler it never was that But Anybody else who went through wild physical transformations Shawn Michaels was Not as ripped Yeah when he came back, he yeah. was still muscular and really good shape, yeah. but he was noticeably lighter. Mm-hmm. And not, it's not to say that Punk couldn't do it. Um, he'd have to get new gear, obviously. Um, nonetheless, he could change his style up a little bit.
1: I just <laughs> wonder if they'd want like such a look. It's not. It's going to be at least at least two months of him doing this backstage thing. For him to get a lay of the land just in terms of backstage alone is
2: whether uh, after two months of having to being forced to comment Not necessarily negatively all the time on WB product whether he's gonna throw up his hands up in the air and say Why did I get involved in this in the first place? Do I want to jump deeper into this morass? Mm-hmm. or Yeah, I'm good after two months yeah. Everybody.
1: Yeah, I would think that it'd take a little while to to just sort of figure out do I actually want to be doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, is this the landscape? Is this the environment I want to be in? Uh and then beyond that, um, you know, but I don't know. We say that now. We say, Oh yeah, it might be too soon. I don't know. He could be ready in time. I mean, physically speaking, I don't know. He, he Like probably, I'm sure
2: like a cardiovascular shape, he's fine. He could go. Probably. Probably I mean,
1: it all depends on what they want to do. I just feel like like, we're, we're already at Survivor Series, man. Yeah. Like, we're basically the road to WrestleMania kind of starts here. I know they say it's the Rumble, but it's kind of here because we're on the road to the Rumble, and that's the road mm-hmm. to WrestleMania. So you'd think it'd be too soon. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Triple H could suit up, you know, any time and be in that ring with Punk uh, if that's going to be the Mania match. Yeah. Um, That's a distinct
2: possibility. I mean, if Punk starts, you know, eating 8,000 calories a day and works mm-hmm. out five three times a day. And his body can handle the yeah. the regimen he'd have to do to yeah. to bulk up in short order. Yeah, um, it's a lot of ifs. I yeah, just don't there know. are. Or if he even cares about any of that, maybe he's he'd be totally fine uh, just walking on the ring as is and thinking he if, if so long. Here's the thing: so long as if he thinks he could put on the fourth performance that would make him happy, mm-hmm. that's probably that's paramount. That would make sure the check cleared. And also, I don't think he would like. Yeah, I'm sure you know the, a huge check would be great. But I don't. He doesn't seem like the type of guy. I could be wrong about that. Dude, this. he literally
1: just said twenty billion dollars. Let me
2: finish my thought before what? you it interrupt. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy. Like what?
1: That Would put w- in a half-ass performance. Yes.
2: Just for a paycheck. Yes. Oh man, that dude seems to be all about the paycheck. I know, man. He's he still carries himself like he's got some integrity. So, <laughs> so I feel like if he if he if he went in there thinking he'd be a shadow of his former self as a performer, he'd be l- he'd be hesitant to do it. Didn't that dude just go out on a
1: national stage and embarrass himself in two fights?
2: <laughs> he seemed totally yeah, fine to do that for a big, pitch. but that's a brand new
1: endeavor, and he put his all into it. Yes, he, he did. put his all into it, it.
2: It wasn't it wasn't for lack of effort that he got his his ass beat. That's correct. That's it was correct. it was just a lack of skill.
1: Yeah, no, I was I was joking about that. Um, so yeah, I don't know if
2: I, I think it I think it might
1: more depend, to be honest with you, on WWE if. If they think, look, they know Punk wants a lot of money. He's not going to get twenty-five million a year. That's not going to happen. Um, might they try to pay him some a bunch in stock? Maybe he might get Les, Lesnar makes according to Forbes, Lesnar made six and a half million last year. So they might say, hey, look, Lesnar money, a really good schedule, some creative control. What do you say? Come back home. Uh, and if they think, if they pay attention to whatever, if he if he adds ratings to backstage. If he keeps on getting YouTube videos on his backstage segments that do a lot of numbers, if they see that within the context of if he's in the WWE universe anywhere, including backstage, and people are watching, okay, we think that he's worth the money. Let's bring him on in.
2: Mm-hmm. they they've been
1: they don't wait. I mean, they're they're like, hey, we think that we can make money with this guy. Let's bring him on in. Maybe well, he's around yeah, the corner.
2: Yeah, they'll think that. But it's it's
1: it, the ball's in his court then at that point. Well, yeah, but I think that they're the ones with the money. So, oh,
2: obviously, but at the yeah. end of the day, it, I mean, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't, I read the quotes about the twenty or twenty-five million dollars. I didn't hear him say it. I didn't know what the subtext of it was. Um, subtext
1: is I like money. Give me money. So, uh,
2: it remains to be seen. I'm still, I'm still pessimistic that we're going to see him back in the ring. Very well. Let's say it's not going to happen. just pessimistic that it will happen.
0: Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com.
3: Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
2: Next, Christopher Rampersad. Oh, speaking of pessimism, he's totally pessimistic about WB Creative. Let's see what Christopher has to say. Oh, boy.
1: Hello, Steven. So my question is, why has Ron Smackdown been terrible recently? And don't you know, like, right now we're in a war with AEW. Don't you think they want to improve the product and make the product better? Like, AEW is not even giving their best work yet. And they probably will be getting their best work when they improve better. But look at WWE. Look at and SmackDown. Look at the segments they've been producing and stuff. And it's been terrible and boring. Sometimes I feel like I'm watching wrestling for fun anymore. I feel like I'm just watching it just for work. And I don't want to feel like that. My, my biggest problem is is why are they not trying to improve the product? Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. Ooh, frustrating times for Christopher.
2: Well, and I think for a lot of WWE fans, uh, it bears out in the ratings. Uh, Raw's ratings are in the toilet right now, mm-hmm. averaging about 2 million viewers. Uh, yeah, that third hour got like 1.75. Wow. Real I mean, he was alleged. up against
1: a killer Monday Night Football game. Yeah. In which I solidified my win against my wretched opponent
2: this week. It's talking about me. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Anyways, uh, I mean, it, it, it's easy to say it all boils down to what Vince wants. You know, what, uh, in the end of the day, what Vince wants, Vince gets. Uh, right now, seemingly, really Vince wants mediocre television. Um, there's no – I don't think there's any savior, any one person that can be brought in uh, to, to solve all the ills that are plaguing main roster uh, while Vince is around. Because at the end of the day, anybody who is given – the ball on Raw or SmackDown still is going to have to answer the Vince. Mm-hmm. Like we had a lot of hope that Paul Heyman was going to come in and write the ship. And there's been, there's been some decent stuff. Nonetheless, uh, it, it, it depends if Paul's charge is to, uh, kind of, uh, restore raw to whatever previous glory it might've had, or if his charge is just to feed Vince new ideas and, and, and satisfy Whatever uh, needs he has from a creative standpoint. That's still, I mean, it seemed like in the initial announcement there was a certain amount of autonomy granted to the executive producers around SmackDown. You know, Bischoff's gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bruce Pritchard uh, doesn't necessarily seem like the type of guy who's going to go into Vince office and tells him that his ideas are crap. No, quite the opposite. Um, so it's just, I don't, I don't. Even if Triple H was put in charge of WB creative, he'd still have to answer to Vince. Mm-hmm. And it might get better, but it wouldn't be a cure all. You know, I just don't think there's anybody that can, that can be Vince's right hand man from creative standpoint and solve all the problems because they'd still, at the end of the day, have to answer the Vince and Vince has final say over everything.
1: Yeah, what you're saying is right. I have written down here cause Paul Heyman is overrated. Bruce Prichard is a glad handing yes man. And they're both in their fifties and don't know what the modern fan wants. Vince is well deep into his 70s, mm-hmm. and he, by and large, although there has been, you know, even the in the NXT invasion on that SmackDown episode, granted their backs were against the wall, and that's usually when they do best, which is weird, but also uh, uh, Triple H had, like, a heavy hand, allegedly, in that episode. Um, and so I, I, I half disagree. I, I agree completely in that. Vince has the final say, as long as he's around, there's going to be problems. Mm -hmm. That being said, if Triple H's sole task was be executive director of Raw, make it better, I think that Triple H, more than Heyman, more than, I don't think you'd see the cuck angle with Triple H in charge. I don't think you'd see that kind of stuff. Um, I do think that Triple H would probably be feeding vince better ideas um but by all accounts even triple h trying to talk vince down from crap ideas doesn't really work Mm -mm. um so yeah the the main problem is vince and then you know it it's really kind of sad that a couple years ago now they got rid of a guy like jimmy jacobs who was responsible for among other things The Festival of Friendship stuff. Mm -hmm. Jericho and Owens really liked Mm -hmm. him. He was in charge of other stuff. I forget what now. But imagine if Vince had given a guy like Jimmy Jacobs the same kind of leeway that he gave a guy like Vince Russo back in the day. Yeah. If he relied on a smaller brain trust of guys who were a bit younger and more in tuned with the product. Totally. Um, well, more in tune
2: to kind of the cultural zeitgeist. I think it's not so much the product because you can be in touch with current WB product and not really be tapped into what's going on culturally. Well, know what no, I mean? yeah,
1: being in touch with the product. I mean, being in touch with pro wrestling and what the modern fan really is looking for. Um, and that's not to say everything Vince does is bad. It's just Vince's flops are huge. Yeah. And his successes are... These days, few and far between. His successes are on the micro level, Mm -hmm. whereas his flops are on the macro level. And Mm -hmm. and what I mean is there's no long-term plan. It's just just small ratings pop to small ratings pop. And that's why I'm actually kind of confident that Punk will be wrestling again. Because if nothing else, he would bring a big small-term ratings pop. And that's what Vince lives for. Week-to-week, day-to-day, this guy's going to pop. I guarantee you, man, if those ratings keep on falling on SmackDown, those executives are going to come to him and say, listen, this is a billion-dollar deal, 200 million per year. We need these ratings to go up, and we're giving you a lot of money. Make it happen. He's going to be looking at CM Punk. That's why I'm kind of confident that's going to happen. Um, as far as why, yeah, why have them? it been terrible? Because, you know, and on top of that, I don't know if I, we'd have to look at this historically, but like it was around this time last year that Rod's SmackDown were really crap also. I wonder if there's just an end of year. Well, I think
2: um, there's a cyclical nature to things. Mm-hmm. And there's a lull between Mania yeah, and yeah. SummerSlam and between SummerSlam yeah. and Survivor Series. I think that's that's not uncommon. Yep. Uh, next, got a question from Patrick Sparks. Take it away, B-Man. Hey, friend. It was Pat here. All right. Got to make it quick. at work. So out of the big storylines that have all happened over the years of wrestling, and how influential they were to all of everything really. Which two superstars didn't really have a lot of uh, chemistry in the ring per se, but the story was very interesting. One that comes to my mind right off the top of my head is Undertaker and Kane. Cool story, lots of cool things, Kane debuting, all that, but they were never too good in the ring together. But what do you guys think? Thanks for bye. Thank you B-Man.
1: Thank you B-Man. You know why we call him B-Man? Remember that? Yeah, because there was like
2: the sound buzzing of bees in the background one of his Matt Chat videos. <laughs> That's right. Apparently it was the machines
1: that were at his job. but Powered by like bees, powered apparently. Powered by bees, yeah. I go first.
2: Yes, I Yes, do. you do.
1: Uh, I'm going to say this, man. Warrior Hogan 2.
2: Was that really a good story, though?
1: Man, I'm telling you, back then, I was marking out big time. I was huge into it. Have you watched it recently, though? What does that matter? I It was the Warrior coming back and sort of challenging the leader of the NWO. Uh, he was putting Hogan back on his heels. But, man, and, and if you take a look at their, their Mania 6 match, that was a pretty decent match between two guys who really were not good wrestlers. Yeah, uh, Their match at Halloween Havoc was maybe the worst high-profile wrestling match of all time. It was horrible. It was really bad. That being said... I really dug the story. Yes, was it bad? Of course. Was it bad for all the right wrestling reasons? Yeah. Come on, man. You have freaking Warrior in the Wall. Yeah, Hogan. I don't know. I don't think I was when Hogan had the. Was that when Hogan had the Hogan head? No, I
2: think Sting gave that to him.
1: <laughs> he had a, a, a beefcake. As the disciple. As the disciple. The one Warrior Nation. That's NWO backwards. That was NWO backwards. Ooh, so creative. That was kind of a big deal. He wore. Is that where he wore when he wore a baseball hat?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and, and the primary reason the, the two wrestlers in the storyline that had some intrigue and could be interesting had no chemistry because I don't think they ever shared the screen together except for their match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Undertaker, if they had taken things a little bit further, because Bray was coming out and says, I'm new face of fear. The implication is, I'm gonna replace you Undertaker, maybe not in, in, in usurping the name of the gimmick per se, but the perception that it, I'm the scariest guy around here. Yeah. That's some in- interesting stuff. Stuff they didn't exactly explore as much as they probably should because The Undertaker wasn't ever around to promote uh, and advance the story. Uh I think he made one appearance before this match. Yeah. And I don't even think they were Um, face-to-face. Match-mania was a dud. Undertaker went over, which didn't make a lot of sense because Brave really needed that rub. But Undertaker went over because the previous year he lost and broke a streak. Can't have Taker losing two Mania matches in a row, I guess. Um, but there was a story there that had some interesting stuff going on that if they had actually explored the chemistry, uh, outs- or you know, face to face, the two participants in it could have been uh, enhanced even more.
1: I think with that
2: one, it was a really
1: good premise that they they whiffed on. Because isn't that the lead, the build that Taker literally wasn't there <laughs> until like a week before? Yeah, that's what it said. Yeah, he, he yeah. never was on TV before. Yeah. So I think it was a good premise, and then everything else was, like, not good. Mm-hmm. Bray was trying his heart out, though. Yeah, he, he was trying to carry he that he had nothing he but, nothing but inanimate objects to work with. I know. <laughs> hey, promos, though.
2: look at this coffin over here, man. Undertaker, I'm going to get you. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> See you, man. you new face of fear, man. Man. Uh, next, debuting Matt Chatter, Green Lantern. Woo, new to the fold.
1: Hello, Steven Larson. Green Lantern here? Uh, first time match chatter uh, I'll make this quick uh, AEW's tag team vision They have uh, uh, 10 seconds
2: where they can run in uh, Interrupt the pin Beat up each other Do whatever My question is Do you like it? Yay or nay? Thanks Rendos. Thank you Green Lantern Thank you Green Lantern Oh I go first right? You go first uh, I like it because it reminds me of uh, PWG or AAA tag matches Where the rules are kind of flexible Yeah I like that. I like. I like, especially in tag matches. Here's the thing, in
1: AEW, Triple A, they don't even do tags. They do tornado stuff.
2: No, they don't. There's 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 lucha tag rules, which is if uh, someone gets tossed from the ring, one of their partners can get in. That's uh, all tornado. That's how New Japan operates too. It's all um, no, it's not tornado. Yeah, it, it just is. seems that way because the rest don't care about the rules. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. They don't care. That's what's great. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, you can maybe lose my. Job. Oh, here's something that that tag wrestling. Tag wrestling, maybe more than other forms of wrestling, can get really formulaic. Because you got the face team and the heel team, and one member of the face team gets isolated, gets beat up, hot tag. And and one thing I like about New Japan tag matches is they don't really seem to adhere to that formula as much because someone gets tossed in the ring, guess what? Their partner can come in. It allows them to explore different means of telling a story in the ring that's not the traditional uh, uh, face guy gets beat up, isolated by the heel team. It's different. It adds an element of chaos to it, which I like. Give me chaotic tag team wrestling. It should border the entire time on a tornado tag match, but it doesn't have to be because it allows people the opportunity to do singles moves. It's not all bang bang combo moves. It, it gives us the, a pure, the purest variety of tag team action when you give them a little extra time to do some the double team moves. I love it. Give me all tornado or nothing at all. That's what I want.
1: The Young Bucks are awesome when they're doing those great combo moves. I don't need to see. Yeah, 10 seconds is enough time to get them off. I don't need to see five minutes of one guy getting beat up and then you get a couple seconds of some cool combo moves. I want all combo moves all the time. I really don't want people selling anything either. I just really want AAA, where nobody sells anything. It's pretty awesome and it's just pure chaos. And then you see a guy do a sunset flip, supposed to go onto a table and he just bangs his head on the table and you think he might be dead. That's what I want from my wrestling all the time. All right.
0: The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's list is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
1: Next, Double J has a question. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, which means one thing, Black Friday. Let's see what he has to say.
3: Double J here. So my question this week is, what are all the champions going to get for Black Friday? Steve, you do Raw and NXT, Larson, you do smackdown in AEW. See ya. Thank you,
1: Double J. Ain't he great? Thank you, Double J. You go. All right, fine. Uh, I have Ron uh, NXT. Uh, so for uh oh, wait. Yeah, no. Yeah, Brock is on Raw. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh well, I'm just going to get him some more land. I'm sure Black Friday you can find some good real estate deals. I don't think it works that way, man. I think I think good real estate agents will find a way to rope in Black Friday savings into their land dealings. So I don't know. Brock could hit up whoever for more land. Your other answer's better. Riding mower. Yeah, but that fool does not do his own yard work. That is a, probably a fact. Uh, or maybe another like a, a barn gym because I think he works out in a barn or something. All right. Uh, for AJ Styles, that's easy. Get him some good Elgato gaming equipment, be it a stream deck, so that he on his mixer streams when he's dropping those shoot interviews uh, to his uh, stream chatters. He can be going through full cam, and then cut to gameplay, and then cut to away from keyboard screen if he has to get up and you know go over a match with somebody, and then he comes back and yeah. So there's that. So get him some Elgato stuff, maybe an Elgato green screen back there so he's not just in a room with EC3 lingering in the background. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, for Becky Lynch, the current Raw Women's Champion, uh, get her an Ashley Madison account. Isn't that the thing where you go on if you want to cheat on your significant? Yeah, but then
2: they say the whole thing was bogus was not the thing. The
1: whole thing was there was no women on there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's a woman. And so she would help legitimize it even more. I she the whole needs thing, to get away from Seth Rollins. The whole enterprise was bogus. Seth Rollins is a big old dork. And you can tell, has she, let me ask you something. Has she ever genuinely looked happy in any picture you've seen of them when together? They got, when they
2: got engaged, yeah.
1: I don't think she really had a look of happiness on her face. It was a look
2: of, well, he's the top guy. No, no, she seemed happy there, the caption of the picture was was
1: Has she ever heartfelt. seemed anywhere close as happy as Charlotte in those pictures? No, no, but drawing. she's got a,
2: she's got a, a public image to, to preserve of being the man, being kind of above all that.
1: That's a good point, but
2: I don't really think she's happy. Who would be Seth Rollins' a big old dork?
1: Next, the War Raiders. Uh, one of them, Rayro, is big into hunting. Mm. I have no reason to think that the other one isn't. Hanson. So REI gift cards. They can get all their hunting needs there. Uh, and I, I'm okay with that. Sorry, I do hunting or just camping and
2: outdoorsy type
1: stuff. Well, oh, isn't that the same thing?
2: No, because you can go camping without hunting. Didn't dicks get rid of their guns? Uh, no, last time I was at Dick's Sporting Goods, they still had firearms there.
1: Okay, what's the big hunting place then?
2: There's a, a Bass, Bass Pro, Pro, Sh- Pro Shop. Shop,
1: Cabela's. All right, Bass. There you go. Uh, Adam Cole apparently he uh, likes to chew in Rebecca. Mm. So I'm gonna get him a new spittoon. There you go. <laughs> Ding. Or. Evidently, his, his lady friend Britt Baker has not given him the proper reading materials on why chewing da- tobacco dip is bad for you. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to get him some dip literature. All right. Uh, and then uh, for Roderick Strong, there was that brief period of time. Uh, and even kind of recently, he seemed to be yeah. the main perpetrator in attacking and trying to murder Velveteen Dream. Yeah, he part of that, tried Matt to I also tried to murder Matt Riddle. So, I'm going to get him whatever murderer needs bleach. Plastic tarps, duct tape, and, of course, a shovel. My goodness. So you can do some digging. Maybe a fire pit of some sort so you can burn the remains. In any event, it's really hard to commit murder these days with all these DNA cops and stuff. Not like it was in the 80s, man. You watch Unsolved Mysteries. You know how many people get away with murder? A lot. Tons of them. Mm -hmm. These days, not so much. Everybody has cameras. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, I'm going to get him actual guitar lessons because he looks kind of like an asshole just... Air guitaring, and he's obviously not playing anything. Uh, And then Bobby Fish, you noticed that in a picture, it looked like
2: he was missing a tooth. I'm going to get him a mouth guard. He does wear a mouth guard for matches, though. A better mouth guard. All right, fine. Uh, Bray Wyatt. one. There you go. Bray Wyatt, universal champion. He likes his sweaters and sweater vests. I'm going to get him some more sweaters and sweater vests so he can wear the Firefly Funhouse. Mm. Uh, Bailey uh, seemed like she uh, likes her eyeliner a lot now. More eyeliner and some goth CDs like some Bauhaus. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, you're a Continental Champion. He likes to surf. Oh yeah, surfboards, wetsuit or wetsuit, yeah. surfing stuff, surfing stuff. Uh, Be, uh was it surfer wax? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New Day. Xavier Woods is out. They need a way to connect mm-hmm. while he's during his off season. They I mean, play I'm video video games together. Uh, that's what they do. Video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, on to AEW. Chris Jericho. He loves his Omaha steaks. Give he, him a box of meat.
1: He, he already, he, he probably gets that already from his, he from Omaha it. steaks.
2: He seemed to love it so much, he can have some more. Oh, okay. All right, gift card to Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah. Oh, he didn't want to go back. To that. <laughs> That's where everything gets stolen. And of course, some bubbly. Bubbly. Get him some bubbly. Uh, SCU, they're from Southern California. Disneyland is very expensive. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculously expensive. Especially now the Galaxy's Edge is there. Yeah. So, Disneyland tickets for them. That's a good one. I wasn't sure about Riho.
1: I don't know what she likes.
2: I don't know what she likes either. A bigger women's championship. That there thing you go. Is tiny. It's pretty small. Yeah, get her a bigger one. Uh, got some text questions next. First from Tiger Mask Tim Morris. Hey, friendos, do you think? Uh, sorry, who do you think has potential to make wrestling cool to the mainstream again? Is it even possible? Is it possible? Yeah. Uh, I think there's people on rosters of several companies that could do it. If you're just talking WB, uh, Becky's come the closest uses some ESPN commercials. Yeah. Um, to give her a couple movie roles coming up and I think it could happen. Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. I think he could be a huge crossover star. I agree with that. He's so affable. I agree with that. He's funny. Yeah. He just comes off like he just, he, like he, he, he's a good talker. Like his trash talk to Goldberg's great. He's a really good talker, but he comes off as like a pretty grounded dude. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Bryan still could. And I'm not even necessarily saying go back to the yes movement thing. He's just so damn brilliant. Yeah. He can find a way to get himself over and cross into the mainstream again. Problem is, and we say this all the time, WWE is not good at building up huge stars.
1: No, they're not. The Becky Lynch uh,
2: situation kind of happened by accident.
1: The other name I was going to mention, I, I still think this dude could be – This generation's Stone Cold, have handled Oh, Kevin Owens.
2: Yeah. Kevin Owens. Yeah, Yeah,
1: for sure. I think everybody else comes off as, too. Roman's really good with the media, but I think Roman is, like, too chill. I think you need somebody who you can kind of relate to. Um, Kevin Owens is naturally charismatic. He's funny. He looks like a normal dude. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I'd say Kevin Owens, but they don't know. they, They have no idea. Vince has no idea how to make. Look, honestly, you can take any number of people on main roster NXT and they all could be people who could bring mm-hmm. WWE to crossover prominence yeah. again. Yeah.
2: But Vince has zero idea like why isn't New Day. Why pack? isn't New Day hosted Saturday Night Live? Yeah, I know. How amazing would that be?
1: Yeah, it'd be great. But they Vince has, Vince does not know how to get them over that
2: hump of just superstar into super duper Star. I know. Yeah. I know. There's there's at least a dozen members mm-hmm of the current roster. Yeah. That could be huge crossover stars. Chris Dijak, baby.
1: That's where it's at. Donovan Dijakovic. Oh, I made too soon for to tell for for DiJack. Yeah, I'm a big star. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, watch me on a uh, CNN. CNN, that's not really entertainment. We give my take on uh, impeachment hearings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you think about the 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 quid pro quo? It's bogus. <laughs> Uh, next, King Katano says, uh, I, "I freaking love heel Io Shirai." I was thinking about a heel faction with Asuka, Kyrie, and maybe a fourth member. I don't know if you're familiar with the Black Lotus Triad. If not, look up their match against Pentagon Junior in Lucha Underground. It was a heel all in dark leather faction with Io and Kyrie. To see something similar in WWE, preferably in NXT, would be interesting in my opinion. Maybe even feud against Undisputed Era. Who do you what do you think about this? And have you any uh, suggestions about the fourth member? Mm. I think that'd be awesome.
1: Oscar, Kyrie, Io Shirai. Yeah.
2: And then a fourth member,
1: Donovan Dijakovic. Hey, how's it going? I'm a fourth guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm a heel, yeah. I'm a heel now, right? Okay. your eyes On a Magic eight ball. I'm going to say Dakota Kai. She's kind of a nerd, though, man. I know, but she's, she's, a been, she's in the point now where she's feeling like she's been pushed around. She's getting. She thought she maybe she earned herself an opportunity. Didn't get it. This is moments like these where where people are are tempted to turn to the dark side to go heal.
1: The right answer is Rhea Ripley, man. Could you imagine that? Rhea Ripley with freaking Io Shirai, Asuka, and Kyrie Sane. Holy crap! It'd be like Bullet Club, but like even cooler. Man, that'd be great. Mm. And then you use Io Shirai's theme music though, because it's yeah, really that's freaking the best. Amazing. That's the best. Or some Poppy, perhaps.
2: Anyways. Uh, next, Luis Ariza. What wrestling revelation surprised you most? Oh, wow. And he mentions that Drew Gulak and Orange Cassidy were the ant colony in Shikara. I did not know that. That's interesting.
1: I know Orange Cassidy's been around for a while. He mm-hmm. was uh, whatever his other name was yeah. for a long time. Um, what wrestling revelation surprised you?
2: Usually a situation where wrestlers have such uh, uh, diametrically opposed gimmicks that you think, that's really the same person. Like Rick Rude was like
1: you mean like when they're con- when they're counter to what they their gimmick is in real well, life. Well, I got
2: the example here. When I found out that Demolition Smash, Barry Darso, yeah. like the super intense kind of uh, uh, wannabe Road Warrior type thing, mm-hmm. was also the repo man.
1: Mm.
2: Oh yeah. Which is yeah, just yeah. a total comedy gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That always weirds me out.
1: Well, I dude, I know there are some. Um like weird in like wasn't beefcake the guy who like got his face mauled by like a jet ski or something
2: yeah, he or was a sailboat a, he's in a boating accident was yes. a boating
1: accident that was weird
2: <laughs> that's really is that really a revelation <laughs> not really Oh, all right
1: uh, man, I know there are some out there. the world of wrestling is a really really weird that thing. it is it's really bizarre. What wrestling revelation surprised you the most?
2: The day I found out it wasn't real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um Dude, I don't know. Like there's there's so many weird things in wrestling. I'll be honest, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to All say. Right. I don't know. We can just
2: move on. We can move on. This one's, this one's interesting uh, from the Hadley Doodley champ. Uh, so I want you guys to select a wrestler for the other to stalk and then give a plan as to how they would stalk their wrestler. So I give you a wrestler to stalk and vice versa.
1: Oh, okay. All
2: Steve right. is allowed to murder if you can get away with it, and Larson is free to snitch on this wrestler and or Steve. Okay. So for the wrestler for you to stalk, I pick Dexter Loomis because I think that'd be a pretty interesting cat and mouse game okay, between yeah. you and Dexter. Okay.
1: And I have to plan now. I have to tell you how I would stalk Dexter Loomis. Okay. Um,
2: or do I have to? I think I have to give the plan. How okay. You,
1: how uh, would I how would I stalk Dexter Loomis?
2: Well, you'd out Dexter. Dexter. Oh wow. Or try okay. to.
1: So like a lot of rope, bleach, mm-hmm. uh, duct tape. What I I think what I would do maybe car trunks. Yes. Is I would leave like little dead animals on his doorstep. Like he'd come out, but one knowing
2: day. that he wouldn't be weirded out by it, he'd be intrigued. Yeah, he'd yeah. be
1: really interested in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then like when he when he thinks that we're gonna be like a tag team of murderers, I would swerve him and be like, "No, you're the ultimate prey." And then and he's like, oh, "You got me. You got me. Yeah, exactly. checkmate." So yeah, that's good. So who would you? I would have oh, that you, would
2: put me in an interesting conundrum as 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 the snitch in the situation. Because yes, you committed murder, but if 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 Dexter Loomis, if you assume this is all kayfabe, yeah, he's is a murderer. in fact a murderer, yeah, and may have murdered more than you murdered, yeah. That's 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 a pickle for old Larson. It's not a, a pickle.
1: Don't snitch. I'm your best friend. To don't. Think how about it's, just don't snitch? It's something to think about. Anyway. By the I'm way, think. I'm leading. I'm still leading far ahead in the front poll. People who are Team Steve, aka Don't Snitch, and Team Larson, aka Team Snake.
2: Is that supposed to influence my, my my thought?
1: No, it's just to further show you that you're a snake and snakes die alone. So there you go. Have that. I don't know, what is that? What is, is that what is that crap? Is okay. Freaking snake. Anyways, I'm gonna have you stalk Lex Luger. No, I'm gonna have you stalk Sting. Alright. Uh, because I we need to find out if Robocop was Peter Weller under mm. that helmet. Uh, so obviously we're going to. would it is make
2: more sense for me to stalk Peter Weller? <laughs> He's not a wrestler that we know of. Well, if he was under the mask, then you. Uh, a, if that's a, a, a big Combat, then we can assume. He, Let me ask this. He would qualify again. Does Sting No, Probably not. Probably not. Or if right? he did, he might have forgotten. Oh, crazy. I don't
1: think he'd forget. I think he would. If he knew, he knew. He might have never known. Like there's just a dude. Do you think RoboCop ever had his helmet up? There are so many questions I have about RoboCop. At Capital Combat, maybe you Return the, of RoboCop. I mean, you should be the one stalking Sting then. I should be. I think it's a good idea. Anyways, that's it for Chat. You can stalk our Patreon at patreon.com/slash forward Stephen Larson. Twenty dollars gets your video question right here. Uh, wrestling. I want to give. I want to give Luis an answer here first though. All right. Wrestling revelation that surprised me the most. Um, I think when I found out who is wasn't wasn't like who is Naito in that tag team
2: with. Oh, wasn't it a, a, a Tokyo Pimp?
1: Oh, was that it? And then Balor was in a tag team with Taguchi. With, uh, Taguchi, yeah. Yeah, I 55, that. yeah. Yeah. So that was weird. Some of the New Japan stuff is kind of weird. That's a little weird. Um, I'm trying to think of like a Vince revelation that weirded me out.
2: He loves snow cones.
1: He loves snow cones. He thinks farts are the funniest thing ever. Well, um, a point there. One of the weirdest wrestling revelations. The, uh, <clears throat> the, there was, okay, so post wrestling, John Pollock, I think it was, mm-hmm. did a really great, uh, it was like a 20 minute report or podcast on, uh, the last 24 hours or 48 hours of Owen Hart's life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it went over specifically the mechanisms of the harness that, you know, he ended up getting freed from and ended up dying. And that, in that, there was a lot of, and I don't know the specific, I forget the specifics, but I remember being really sort of intrigued at some of the stuff that he was bringing up there um, from, like, the, the very specific type of, you know, clips or, or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. fasteners or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really interesting stuff. And it wasn't really necessarily weird, but to understand how it all went down, and how it really could have been and should have been prevented in the first place was all pretty sad. Hmm. So... I don't know. That's a bummer of an ending, I'm sorry. Uh all right. This is interesting. Who would win in a fight? A grizzly bear or a silverback gorilla? I didn't see that part of the question.
2: Mm, I don't know. Probably a gorilla, right? <clears throat> also it depends on the on the on the bear. I feel like more Was people the grizzly bear? The grizzly bear. Well, I think a grizzly would be larger, right? Really? Maybe. I don't know, man.
1: I've seen some of those gorillas. Didn't, like, a gorilla fight uh, Godzilla once? Well, that was in
2: a movie, and that was King Kong. Yeah. King Kong could definitely be the bear. Well, yeah. So a grizzly bear, <clears throat> uh, its weight, a male could be 600 pounds, and its length would be six and a half feet. So like standing up if it stood up. It'd probably be, like, six and a half feet tall.
1: Six and a half feet? Yeah. How tall is a silverback gorilla?
2: I'm looking at that right now. Uh, about f- oh wow, five point two to five point six feet shorter than me. Interesting. <clears throat> I'm trying to find out weight though. Jesus, that guy is huge.
1: I'm Let's just see. gonna Google who would win. All right, who would win? Silver, silverback or grizzly? It's like a pre-filled thing. Uh.
2: All right, here we go. So the tallest gorilla recorded was six and a half feet and weighed 483 pounds. So lighter than the bear.
1: So, okay, according to this on Quora, the grizzly would almost always win that fight. All right. Interesting. All right. Well, grizzly it is. Grizzly it is, Like according to one guy in Quora. There you go. All right. Thanks for watching. Until next time, will talk to you later.
2: Bye